0: Narrated by Bernadette Dunn. Chapter One Monday Wow, you could kill someone with that thing. Doesn't that worry you? I counted to ten before looking up from the anvil where I'd been about to start hammering on an iron rod. I'd only just finished heating the iron to the perfect temperature for shaping it, if I was working in my own barn, I'd have ignored Victor Winter's remarks. But I wasn't in my own barn. I was at the Biscuit Mountain Craft Center being paid, quite handsomely, to teach blacksmithing 101. And however annoying I found Victor, he was a student. If ignored, he'd start muttering again about complaining to management. I didn't want him doing that. Management was my grandmother, Cordelia, owner of the center, and I didn't think she needed the aggravation today. So when I reached ten, I put my hammer down, set the rod safely on the anvil, and pushed up my safety goggles. Then I smiled and did what I could to turn his question into a teaching moment. Yes, Victor, I began. You could kill someone with this metal rod, even if it wasn't heated to its present temperature of approximately a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. This generated a few titters from the other eleven students. I deduced that I wasn't the only one in whom Victor provoked the occasional brief homicidal fantasy. Victor coshed on the head with a ball-peen hammer. Victor skewered through the heart on the pointed end of the rod I was turning into a fireplace poker. Victor doubled up and stuffed through the door of my forge like Hansel at the mercy of the wicked witch. That's why we spent so much time this morning learning all about proper blacksmithing safety, I went on. Do we need to go through all of that again? Several of the other students groaned, understandably. After just one morning, they were already tired of hearing safety lectures. I understood how eager they were to start working iron, but I was not about to turn 12 beginners loose with hot metal rods and two-pound hammers until I was absolutely sure they understood the dangers. And even more important, that when I barked out an order, they'd obey. No, I'm good. Victor smirked as if he'd said something clever. I caught several of the women students rolling their eyes. They probably realized as well as I did that all the safety lectures in the world couldn't guarantee that Victor, already referred to behind his back as the klutz, would make it to the end of our week-long class with all his digits intact and without third-degree burns. I worried just for a moment about whether Cordelia had a signed waiver on file from Victor. And then I reminded myself that of course she did. An important detail like that would not have escaped her eagle eye. If there was such a thing as a gene for organization, Cordelia was definitely the one I'd gotten it from. And even though she was in her 80s, Some days, she made me feel like a slacker. Though the waiver probably wouldn't protect the center if I slaughtered Victor no matter how annoying he was, so I took a few of the deep, calming breaths my yoga-savvy cousin, Rose Noir, would have recommended and went back to my lesson on how to determine when your iron was hot enough to be worked. My students, five men and seven women, watched with keen interest. Even Victor... A few of them took notes, but most merely drank in everything I did and said with rapt interest and peppered me with questions. Okay, I think we're ready for one of you to try it, I said at last. In my peripheral vision, I could see Victor waving his hand frantically like a first grader in dire need of a bathroom break. I pretended not to notice him. I called on one of the women and let her be the first to try hammering iron. The morning crept along. One by one, each of my fledgling blacksmiths, even Victor, had the chance to heat an iron rod in the forge and hammer it on the anvil for a bit, while I gave helpful comments. I was a nervous wreck, trying to keep them all from hammering their hands, inflicting serious burns on themselves or their classmates, or impaling each other with the rods. When the bell rang to announce that the morning session was over and lunch was available in the dining room, I breathed a sigh of relief. Thank you, class. We'll reconvene at two this afternoon. As the students filed out, I busied myself with tidying the studio and getting things ready for the afternoon session.